2: Welcome to the Creator Spotlight here on the Spotlight. I'm Stephen Jensen, normally joined by Jeremy Lambert, but we're doing it uh, just me and my guest today. Jeremy had uh, something with his family come up, and obviously we're thinking of Jeremy and you know. But that said, we're happy to be here today, do an interview for y'all right here for the Spotlight. My voice, my uh, my guest today rather is the voice of New South Pro Wrestling. He's a pro wrestling commentator, ring announcer, audio engineer, stage crew, graphic designer. And undefeated against Donnie Primetime, which I'm definitely going to talk a little bit about. It's um, all my all yes, is Carmen Michael. Carmen, thank you for joining us today. How you doing, man?
3: I'm doing pretty well, man. I'm excited to be on.
2: Yeah, I'm happy to have you. Um, so it was cool uh, finally meeting you in person. I've known you like through, um, you know, like friends of friends through like the wrestling space, Twitter, and that kind of stuff. Um, of course, I've known you um through uh, watching New South, uh, mm-hmm. especially. And um, you you've done a lot of work with my good friend Mose, who's a friend of the show, been been on here plenty of times. Love So Mose. uh yes, shout out to shout out to John Mosley. Jump in Johnny Mosley, as Dylan Hale would say. <laughs> um, but uh so this has been a long time coming and it was good to finally meet you in person at GCW into the light,
3: uh back on 421. So uh so yeah, I'm happy to have you, man. That old carousel podcast you had going on there. <laughs> Everyone <Yeah>. hopping in. <laughs> Dude, that was fun that was a lot of fun
2: yeah a lot of uh it, it initially it was just gonna be me and Cole Radrick, just like getting a few minutes and then yeah, I saw you were in there so said what's up and then I was like, I, like
0: it yeah, was
3: bro. Cole Jaden yeah <laughs> then me and then I want to say speedball and then uh Brian Keith <laughs> like it was just yeah Bri-
2: Brian Keith rolled up I um uh there there was someone else there too um scott hensley we got popped up out of nowhere um so yeah that was that was a lot of fun so uh y'all can check that out over on fightfulselect.com there's been a few articles that went up um through that as well over on fightful.com so um yeah man so speaking of like how did you get involved like i guess with what you're doing with you know ring announcing and and commentating Mm -hmm. and all that stuff um just to begin with before you even like got in or was new south really like your first big opportunity like how did you really get
3: into it so i first started with southern honor wrestling i was doing their lighting this is back in 2019 maybe and then the pandemic happened um i had been a fan of new south for years i would go to a bunch of their shows and uh brandon williams would always say man we've got to get you out like You could be a big asset here. Like, I know you could help out. So I went and actually went to one of the tryouts and I went saying like, Hey, I just want to ring announce and help out with production. But, you know, while I'm here, I might as well, you know, do the tryout. So I did all the exercises, ran the ropes, took some bumps, like whatever. And, uh, ended up unbeknownst to me tearing my quad (laughs) during this.
2: (laughs) Oh, wow.
3: But I ended up ring announcing for the first time uh, the very next night. With With a torn torn quad. (laughs) With a torn quad. I'm like, I'm just thinking like, man, my leg is a lot more sore than usual. But like I hobbled into the ring, did the pre-show. And then uh, ended up getting blood poisoning and was in the hospital for a few days. Because I'm used to heavy workouts. Like I'm used to being sore. I didn't think anything about it. So I'm like, okay. And it got to like day three. And I was like, all right, something's a little off here. So. I went and got everything checked out, and they like rushed me to the ER, and, like put me in a hospital bed, and all this. I'm like, this seems a little extreme. <laughs> Dude, I had no idea about any of yes. so this. So, this was your introductory to very, very, very professional. <laughs> and then, um, I remember I got out of the hospital, and I think I could be wrong. I think it was the next day, New South had a show in Huntsville, and I showed up like wearing a big old <laughs> knee brace. I just like start wobbling up and uh, Donnie Prom time is just like, what the hell are you doing here, man? I was like, there's a show. <laughs> so I think that showed everyone like, Hey, you know what? Maybe this guy does want to do this. So yeah. Proved your dedication doing all that first, first trips with a,
2: with a torn plot. That's insane, dude.
3: <laughs> and, th- and then with commentary too, I just got thrown in on that. Uh I was just ring announcing the pre shows. Oh, we had a holiday show where we had a battle royal where it was a bunch of our uh, a bunch of our students that were in the battle royal, and uh, Dump Sanders, our promoter, was like, "Hey, I think I want to put you in on commentary with Moe's because you know Moe's doesn't know these kids like you do," and I was nervous as hell, and I got in there and it like when I sat down, I was super nervous, but the second the match started, it was just, it just kind of flowed. And I felt like me and him had a good chemistry, like right from the get go. Yeah. So it, yeah. It was a I, lot of
2: fun. I've had, I've had some off the record conversations with Mo's that involved you a little bit. Like me and him used to talk a lot. Cause we used to do mm-hmm. a lot of like MMA podcasting together. So we'd just be sitting there and like calls, like, you know, non-recorded just sitting there. And during the pandemic, especially we're doing a lot of those shows together. Um, your name would always come up and you would always talk about how enthusiastic you were. And also, um, I, I, if I remember correctly, you were very into Rhino, Rhino's appearances.
3: No, it was a shark boy. Oh,
2: that's what it was. Okay. (laughs) My bad.
3: My bad. Okay. It, It started as a gag because at the time I had a podcast where two of my friends had never watched TNA before and they had just started watching because Kenny Omega came over and was challenging for the title. Right. Which that was all weird too, because I ended up working for impact the show that he won the title and like all that. But we started a podcast where I was basically showing them all the old TNA stuff. And it became like a recurring like gag on the podcast where, you know, shark boy would come out. He would lose to abyss. He'd lose to Monty Brown. He'd lose. And it's basically like a gag, like, Oh, come on shark boy. I thought this was your time. So, we ended up make we ended up putting out a tweet one year at Haas that Shark Boy saw and then he messaged New South. He's like, Hey, so uh, y'all want to bring me in? So he ended up coming in. So, like, we just continued the bid. I wore a shark boy mask on commentary. It was yes,
2: that's ridiculous.
3: Right. That's it awesome. was absolutely ridiculous in the best way possible.
2: I was getting that confused because Rhino was wrestling for New South around that time. Yes, yes, that's why I was getting that confused there that, that totally makes sense. So speak a little bit more on the impact
3: appearance. So with impacts, uh, this was still during the pandemic, uh, at the time they were doing virtual meet and greets for their pay-per-views for their VIPs, since obviously couldn't have fans in attendance. So I was asked to, uh, provide audio for their, uh, virtual meet and greet. So I brought some wireless microphones, not, you know, sat there, monitored the levels during it. And all that, and while I was there, I helped out with the ring crew, and had a great experience. Was there for a few days. Ended up uh, a couple of us on the ring crew stepped out and we're watching the uh, Kenny Omega Rich Swan match. And Scott Demore just walks up and he's like, he looks back and said, "You guys are ready to be on pay per view?" And we're like, "Huh?" <laughs> and next thing I know, there's just a camera pointing at us, so we're all just. Sitting there watching the match, camera rotting our face, trying to pretend like it's not there. <laughs> oh man, that's so cool. Did uh
2: did you have a background like in uh cause I know, you know, with you being like it's like audio engineer and graphic mm-hmm. design and that kind of stuff. Were you doing that kind of stuff pre pro wrestling and it's just kind of worked mm-hmm. out to where this is like a good space to be able to do all these things?
3: So I was originally a vocalist in a band that toured around, a uh, band here in Alabama called Throne of Eden. Uh, We released an album, like we toured around, got to play with uh, Sister Hazel, uh, saving able, like a couple bands like that. Nice. Uh Shallow Side. I know they're doing some great things right now.
0: Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durban Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands- off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning
3: email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it?
2: I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point.
3: 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Uh, Got to play with them, Uh, went to college to originally learn how to record, and I ended up loving live audio a lot more. So I was working in live audio, working as a stagehand. Oh, Lord, I've worked from... Let's see, I've worked local crew for everyone from Slipknot to Rolling Stones, Dave Matthews' band, obviously like WWE, AEW. So I was doing that beforehand and running audio. And then that's what got me into Southern Honor, helping with lights, which kind of snowballed into me helping out with New South. And now at New South, I mean, I set up all the production, I ring announce, I commentate, I do all the graphics. I edit all the entrance videos. <laughs> like so it's what? it's snowballed
2: rather quickly. <laughs> That's wild. So what's it like having uh what's the experience been like working for New South in all those capacities? Because I know it's Dump Sanders and it's Commander Man Dan, right? Is uh,
3: Dump Sanders and Brandon Williams. Brandon oh, okay. Lock Locksmith. Okay, mm-hmm.
2: gotcha. Um, so how how is it like working for those two guys? Um and I mean obviously they've 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 given you a lot of responsibilities.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Man, it has been absolutely great. Uh, I love New South. I mean, I'm wearing the shirt right now. (laughs) I, New South was something that I remember as a fan coming to watch, and I'm like, okay, like this is a lot different than the other independents here in Alabama. And that's not like that's not throwing shade on anyone, but like when I was going to New South. As a fan, I mean, you had people like Austin Theory there and Baron Black and Odinson, like all these names that have gone on to, you know, <laughs> I, I joke around on commentary sometimes, you know, whatever happened to that Austin Theory guy <laughs> sure. So, um, seeing that, seeing all the production, seeing the video packages that uh, Chris McInnes would put together, who used to be with New South, would always did excellent work, seeing all this, and I'm just like, so wait, like you can have wrestling. That's not just like in a middle school gym with like a bunch of guys with beer bellies. Like this is, this is cool. So I've always gone to bat for new South. And then once I became a part of it, it's, they just welcomed me in like family and, you know, over the years, you know, people have left and I've ended up taking up more responsibilities as it's gone on. And now, you know, I'm taking more (laughs) of a behind the scenes aspect as, as well as on camera. So, I love it it's my baby yeah that's very very cool
2: so so i know you have a background now in um in everything leading up to like joining new south and and with audio and live live audio and all that stuff when did you become an actual wrestling fan was it like
3: a fandom oh, since man. like a lot like way back or so my grandma used to tell me god bless her soul she said the only way i would ever sit still as a baby Would be when wrestling was on the TV. Okay. And like I immediately gravitated towards Sting. You know, he had the blonde flat top, he had the colorful face paint. So apparently, since I was literally a baby, Sting's been my favorite wrestler. And, you know, growing up, that never changed. I've got to work with him a few times now. It was (laughs) the weirdest thing at AEW in Nashville. I ended up getting put on the show call working as a stagehand but I was on show call for it. And uh, like, obviously i got like a bunch of friends that work there. They're coming up and talking to me. We're all standing around watching. I think it was Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez, perhaps in a hardcore match. We're all watching on the monitor. And then here comes Sting, full face paint, comes, stands right next to me. We both look at each other, nod, and both standing there like arms (laughs) crossed, watching the match. And in my head, I'm thinking like, I was you literally every year for Halloween. Like, not like I was you occasionally, like every single year, I was Sting. Did it evolve from like the colored (laughs) face paint
2: to like the black and white to the red and black? (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome, man. I I love that. Yeah. So, is it safe to say you were more of like a WCW kid than WWF kid?
3: I I was not allowed to watch WWF. I was told it was absolute filth and I was (laughs) not supposed to watch it. So, Instead, I got to watch the NWO and, <laughs> and all the cruiserweights, which well, huge fan of the cruiserweights and ended up working recently with Juventud Guerrera. And then uh later this year, I'm working a show that ha- not only has Hoovie but also has Psychosis, which is like mind blowing to me. Yeah. I was explaining to the promoter, uh I'm not gonna give away like what matches are happening or whatever, but I was like, the fact that you have both of these two people on this show when like growing up, my brother and I would play Nintendo 64. We'd always play uh WCW, NW, Revenge. Yes. Always be a tag team, and we would always be <laughs> HooVitude and Psychosis. I love and I'm that. like, dude, this is this is perfect.
2: Dude, that's awesome. I can kind of relate a little bit with that, where I've done a little bit of commentary, not much, but mm-hmm. I have done um a little bit for uh championship district wrestling C D W yes. here in Atlanta. Uh, Jameson Ryan and uh, Diamond Cheek and those guys, and they, um it was Jameson and I just straight up asked me, he was like, "Hey, you know, do you have any? Do you have any like preferred people you'd want to commentate for?" I said Ashley Dimbois because I could see that yeah. she was going to be a massive she's star. Awesome. And I was like, if I can call a match now, I, I probably won't have another chance because she's going to be signed. And and I said, "The Cat, the Cat Ernest Miller is going to be <laughs> on your show." I said that that's like I don't even care what he's doing, but like anything that involves the cat because i'm such a wcw mark that like i'm just like you where i was like i have an opportunity to call because do you uh-huh. have like i mean i just happen to have this sitting here i've got like a signed glacier mask over here in my yes. office you can barely see the signature <laughs> but like this guy he signs it stay cool glacier i was like this guy rules of course so he, well does. <laughs> yeah, he, he does yeah he has to <laughs> he, does, he, he happened to be the lacrosse coach at my high school when i was growing up like it's the most small world thing ever so like so I knew him as a Glacier, as a WCW Mark, and then I'd see him walking around school as Coach Lloyd, and I'd like just like try not to mark out. was not know? to say I
3: imagine there's a lot of that in the Georgia area. Just there's a lot yeah. of wrestlers there.
2: Yeah. Well, so like um, the the people who watch this show are probably sick of hearing me talk about it, especially because of how prevalent he is currently. But I went to high school with Cody Rhodes, so oh, I'm, I'm aware. So, 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 so when we go to these wrestling matches, like we, we'd have, we'd have these matches. We're on the same team and like every now and with Dusty went to all the matches. So Mm -hmm. I was always just awestruck just seeing Dusty just in general, but occasionally like the Steiner bros would pop in or like DDP would be there. And it'd just be like, I have to wrestle in front of Diamond Dallas Page. Like, oh my God, dude, no way. (laughs) Like, this is your like, tryout. Yeah. Well, the funny thing don't is, mess up. You can be signed by WCW. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, I've heard um, Xavier Woods talk mm-hmm. about that on podcast before with Chris Jericho and Cody, where he was talking about how because him and Cody wrestled in high school, mm-hmm. and that was his big thing was he knew Dusty was going to be there. If I can beat Dusty's kid in front of Dusty, then Dusty's going to have to recommend me to the WWE, and then I can get a job, you know, wrestling for the WWE one day.
3: Um, so that's gonna that go on and
2: <laughs> yes all the connections like, this is my did. shot yes so so that that is true though it's it, it was it was one of those things where like especially the atlanta airport mm-hmm. kind of, you know that was the first time i ever met i met kevin nash first wrestler i ever met um man. in the atlanta airport i still have the autographs behind me and this white thing over here oh yeah he's he's the man um so like in like well, we had we had a neighbor who like did like the, the curtains in the house of sting you know because he was like local and just like just random stuff like that but that's enough about that that's that's just that's funny though all the just the connections there with all that um and the WCW thing like so mm. who who were kind of like so Sting I get that like there's a lot mm. of us who you know for me it was the Macho Man Randy Savage with yes. WCW. I was also a WCW kid over WWF um I know Sean Ross Sapp here at Fightful he talks about it often sting like he saw Sting for the first time got hooked on wrestling um who else would you consider to be like a really big fan of I know you mentioned some of the cruiserweights I was a big cruiserweight fan as
3: well who are some of your other guys so watching WCW is weird like even as a kid I was into the you know the mid card like I was really into Raven Saturn uh the man whose name I'm not supposed to say (laughs) uh Obviously, all the cruiserweights. Like I loved all the lucha libre, and then uh, Chris Jericho was a huge one, which yes. I've had the pleasure of working with him and his bands quite a few times. I absolutely love Chris. He's... Do you have any
2: stories about that? Because in oh, my opinion, Chris Jericho is the goat. I think he's the best of all time, personally. Um, and I can only imagine what it's like working a fuzzy show.
3: So uh, I did a couple music videos with him. I did uh, uh, "Nowhere to Run" and uh, "Burn Me Out." And burn me out was the first one where I'm like, like, what the hell is my life? Because I, I, remember he walked in and he was just like carrying a bag of Subway, and I'm just like, oh man, I didn't, <laughs> I was like, I didn't know there's a Subway around here. He's like, yeah, man, it's right down the street. Like, here's how you get to it. And he just walked off, and I'm thinking like, what the hell is my life? And then like the next music video, I walked in, he's like, hey Carmen, what's up? And then we sat down and ate Chipotle and talked about Metallica, like, <laughs> and Ran into him at a uh, AEW in Nashville, and he, like I was telling some of the stage hands I work with, like, oh yeah, like you know, I got some friends that work here, and they're all like, uh huh, yeah, yeah, okay. And then when Jericho walked by, he stopped, he turned around, and said, "Dude, what's up?" and like dabbed me up, and I looked back, and all the stage hands are just like, "What?" <laughs> I love it. That's so awesome. Yeah, Jericho's a that's man, that's crazy to, Like, uh top three favorite wrestlers of all time sting cm punk jericho and i've got to work with all three of them and it's just like it's just strange to me like how quickly things have like turned in here i've only been working in wrestling really full time for three years like already getting to do that that's that's wild to me
2: and it sounds like you've had not that i would want you to have to like air this out if you didn't but it sounds like you've had generally good
3: experiences with like all these I'm heroes of yours which is never, like never better never had a bad experience with any of them i uh i think i could it's not released yet but there's a, a certain tv show <laughs> coming out uh heels season two uh very first day on set uh is me Braden toon dylan mcqueen and then uh one of our trainees at new south that were all standing around very first person to walk up to us was CM Punk. He walks up and like, Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? And like, so pleasant to work with. I've never had a bad experience with him. I know, uh, <laughs> I know there's a lot of stories, but like, I've never had a bad experience with him. Yeah. Um, so I mean,
2: you don't have to elaborate if you don't want to, but like, what do you have any like thoughts or opinions out that like, you, you want there as far as like him returning? Because obviously, him coming back to AEW is like, massive news in wrestling and you working with them and everything kind of what do you feel about his big return and everything
3: i'm for it i mean there's a lot of money on the table right now and i'm not sure if they you know i wasn't there i don't know what happened but i mean if they can get past it i feel like that's a lot of money there, ready to be made and you look at other you know major sports you know people getting fights in locker rooms all the time and it's just okay let's let's deal with it and move on. So I don't know.
1: Like I said, yeah. I wasn't
3: there. I don't know what happened, but sure. I think, I think it's a good thing bringing him back. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough.
2: There's definitely a wide range of opinions. A lot of people watching this right now know I'm not the biggest CM Punk fan, mm-hmm. but I am wearing a C-shirt right now. I, didn't I was about to say, I yeah, saw the stars. I, I, I kind of, I was going to kind of troll and not even say anything about it to see if people picked up on it. But um, I am, I listen, I'm a big AEW fan. I'm i I'm a day one fan. I'm obviously a Cody guy I followed him when he started the company. I was literally at the first show, <laughs> there you go, double or nothing, you know, and you know, I'm, I'm a big supporter. I'm a supporter of like all wrestling, you know, I want everyone to succeed, but, um, you know, I think AEW is a really important thing in the space of wrestling and it's something we didn't have since WCW for so long. So, um, you know, I just want what's best for the company. If if CM Punk coming back is what's best for the company, then I'm I'm for it. I might have my own kind of personal things here and there that, like, I might not love about the guy, but mm-hmm. I'm also not blind to what you just said. Like, it's it's going to be big money and it's going to be super oh, yeah. interesting. And to be fair, like, the less that I know about what actually happened and the less that I know about their, their actual feelings towards each other is better for television. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's better for me to not, like, to, I, I want that feeling of like if CM Punk and Kenny Omega are in the ring together, something might go bad, yeah. or you know, something might go crazy. You know what I mean? Like that's where the like, money is, man. Yeah, it was like when when Matt Hardy came back to WWE and attacked Edge, and everyone yes. was like, "Yo, like what's gonna actually happen though?" You know, like so mm. I, uh, I it's kind of how I feel about it. Is like you know I, I'm very interested. I'm optimistic about it. I think it's gonna be good television.
3: I remember being like, I think I was around 13 maybe when the whole Matt Hardy Edge thing went on so like as a teenage boy i'm just like yo what is (laughs) going on like this is (laughs) this is sick man
1: (laughs) i was was like telling
3: all my friends like dude you gotta watch this and they're like why would i watch wrestling and i'm like dude you gotta watch this (laughs) that's how i felt too that was that was a lot of us a
2: lot of the people that are going to be in the chat watching this when this airs like a lot Mm -hmm. of us are in that boat where we thought it was the coolest thing ever like no one else cared and it just it was too bad that there wasn't like i'm like no you don't
3: understand he
2: like he left but now he's back. But we don't know. Like, is he really back?
3: Yeah, yeah this, he, like, he was uh, yelling okay.
2: "Ring of Honor" like out loud on on camera and on WWE television. What in the world? There's Man. like,
3: okay, I mean, that's cool, I guess.
2: <laughs> yeah. good, good, good times. That was already a long time ago. There's people that are listening to this. Funny, you know what we're talking about? Oh, that that hurts my soul. <laughs> it does so much. <laughs> There's people I interview sometimes, even like even I guess like I don't know if wrestlers that have that are young enough yeah, I guess maybe some of them, some of them like that I've talked to, you know, nothing they can do about this it just is what it is. But like they, mm-hmm. they were born after, you know, WCW and ECW had folded. So like they were, you know, born after that even existed.
3: And it's just like, for me to have to put myself in that perspective, it's just a totally different point of view. I'll see someone like, you know, like Hunter Drake wrestling. And I'm yeah. just thinking like, you are so like, I, I was already like having these experiences, like before you were even born, like this is, <laughs> So weird to me, man. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of Hunter Drake
2: and just kind of like the the wrestlers, like on the come up right now, especially in mm-hmm. the areas that you're you know, you're involved. Um, who are some people? I mean, Hunter Drake, someone I've interviewed yeah. on this show. I think he's super talented. Um, and you know, we mentioned some others as well, the Locks with Brandon Williams. You know, yeah. some who, who are some other people that you uh, you'd want to kind of put out there, whether they're veterans like been around a while yeah. or you know just you know kind of up and coming.
3: Man, the Southeast is like really brimming with talent right now like obviously hunter drake i think of Braden toon locksmith brandon williams uh god there's so many uh (laughs) brogan finley is a name that comes to mind like there are so many people like not just on the new south roster but all across the southeast that i watch and i'm just thinking like this is incredible someone like kylie alexa i'll i'll throw her out there she's been wrestling a little over a year (laughs) and it's already like signed to the nwa is like putting on like banger matches like it's incredible like the talent that are down here in the southeast
2: yeah yeah i completely agree it it really feels like it's thriving and it's it is wild with all the different like streaming platforms and stuff now like iwtv and fight Mm -hmm. and everything else is like branching off
3: what's new south currently on right now right now our shows are airing on youtube right uh that may not be where we're at for too I, much longer, but sure, I got gotcha. you. But I can't say, I can't say much about that right That's now. That's okay, I got gotcha. you. Um, but I know
2: I've, I've noticed that um, that happening with quite a few promotions where it'll be like IWTV to like fight to YouTube for a minute to back oh, one what? of the streaming platforms. So, so. Uh, New South and MLW have just been like falling each other around. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but I'm once again, I'm all for like, you know, I want all the platforms to succeed, I want all the companies to succeed, I want the wrestlers, everyone mm-hmm. involved, the commentators, everyone to I wish like,
3: I wish more people had that outlook. I know there's yeah. a lot there's a lot of clicks that kind of pop up and it's you know, well, I don't like these guys, I don't like these guys. I sincerely sincerely want like everyone in the southeast to thrive. Like we all bring each other up.
2: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, you know, what are, what are some other places that you, you want to work? I mean, I know, obviously oh, I'm man. sure you have like big long-term goals, but what would be some, like some of your shorter term and maybe some of your longer term goals and, in you know, commentary, uh, and <laughs> ring announcing really anything,
3: man, I've been fortunate enough to really branch out there so far this year. Uh, I've done 40 shows so far this year, we're only six months in and that's more shows than I did the entirety of last year. And I've gotten to work with, uh, You know, Terminus, uh, Jonathan Gresham's promotion, uh, Modern Grappling, Action, New South, TWE, all these places that I really love. Um, Really trying to get out there more this year and travel around. Uh, Braden Toon and I are actually about to purchase some plane tickets here. Uh, He may have already purchased them, but to uh, fly up to New Jersey next month. We're going to do a little loop up there in New Jersey and New York City, hopefully, and then come back down for a New South show so looking to stay busy but uh just off the top of my head promotions like uh wrestling revolver absolutely adore their product love what i'm seeing there love to do more work with gcw Uh, i've done some commentary and ring announcing for them would love to get out there more i love what they're doing man i just want to be i just want to get out there on the road i want to learn more I want more experiences. I want to bring car loads with me. I want to, you know, get those experiences with friends. Like I love the Southeast. I love making those little three hour road trips, but it'd be nice to get out there a little bit more.
2: Very cool. Uh, you know, you mentioned Terminus. I went to both of those shows as well. I think there's only been two so far. If I remember three. correctly, three of those, right. There's, I, I was on the third one. That's right. There's been three Terminus. It's hard to it overlap because I go to all the battle slams as well. And I know that's all, that's all barren. Um, Every time I ask, want well, to know Jonathan, of course, with Terminus, mm-hmm. but, but every time I ask Baron, I, I eventually just stopped asking him because I do these, like, quick, similar to GCW. After yeah. after I um, Battle Slam, I go around and get some audio, and I always do a, an interview with, <laughs> with Baron after the the Battle Slam shows, and eventually just stopped asking him because I was like, I'd always ask, so what's the next Terminus? And he's, yeah, oh, man, I, <laughs> yeah, I want to know the same yeah. thing. <laughs> and, he, and he always
3: says, News is coming soon, and it's been like Good. six months since the last time that he had any news. So I'm hoping. I, I remember he he hit me with the Hey, man, do you want to be our official ring announcer? I'm like, yes, absolutely. I was like, When's the next show? He said, We're working on
2: it. <laughs> yes, Dude, they, they got a a big task ahead. Um, they're doing the Juneteenth like the whole weekend in Centennial mm-hmm. Park, which is going to be yes, interesting. Man. Um, I don't know like what hours they're running or exactly how that's going to work yet. Um, cause I, what I'm assuming, I don't know for sure, but I, I'm assuming it'll be like outdoors or like a part yeah. of like the big, the big like festival and everything going on out there. Um, like, so, but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to get out there at least one of the days I know I'll have, I'll have to work Friday mm-hmm. and then Sunday is father's day and that makes it tough. Cause I'll be with family, but on Saturday, if they're running at the right
3: time, I want to get out there and check it out. Cause um, Dude, sh- the talent that he brings in is absolutely incredible. I remember the Terminus show I did, like it was a who's who, you know, it's the first time I worked with Ian Rickaboni and Dave Prazak and then Kanosuke T- T- Takeshita, uh, you know, obviously John Gresham was on that show. It was stacked from top to bottom, man. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Um,
2: we were talking a little bit before we started uh, recording about action figures and, and collecting yes. and stuff. Um, one of the questions we ask everybody is the coolest thing in your room. um before before you get to the coolest thing because I do want to know what that is, what what kind of what like what's your um like what do you collect? and like where I have I have like a legitimate sickness, I believe. like I think that like <laughs> something is actually wrong with me at this point. The problem is, and this is I'm gonna sound like a kind of this might not come across, right, but because of my my shoot job, and because I, I'm single and I I live pretty like modestly, yeah, I have the expendable income to just spend on dumb stuff. So like when I when I <laughs> see me. Right, so when I see stuff that I like, I just usually just buy it. But it's like this kind of stuff, like signed action figures, mm-hmm. something most people would see and be like, dude, you are just burning your money. What a waste of your time and money. Um, how deep is it with you? And like, what are the things that you like to collect?
3: So originally it started off as uh, we did a couple of new South shows where we were bringing in some bigger names. And I was like, you know, it'd be cool to have an action figure of like Rhino, or it'd be cool to have an action figure of Shark Boy, whoever it may be. And it started off just as a shelf of people that I've worked with. And that quickly started growing. Like the more shows I was on and eventually I was like, okay, like this is getting to be too much. Like, I worked impact. Like I'm not going to get every single person <laughs> on the show. Like, d- like, do I need a, you know, a Matt Cardona and this and this and this and this. So I'm like, okay. So like the bigger shows I'll get like the main event. Like I've got a Kenny Omega and a rich swan, like stuff like that. It started like that. And then eventually I'd be like, Oh man, that Rob Van Dam figure is really cool. Yeah. Oh man. That Jeff Hardy figures. Really cool. And it got out of control quick. And I, I had to pump the brakes so a few months ago i was like i'm spending way too much money uh i collected the all of the first five series of the aew figures yeah and those are locked away like hopefully because i mean when are you ever going to get on the ground floor of a new promotions toy lot like oh trust me i
2: i have the whole first series signed and Mm -hmm. loose so yeah i i I'm with you 100. Yes, I'm with you. these are these these are investments, people. These, this is exactly
3: yes, smart <laughs> financial yes. geniuses. <laughs> yes, Stomps. But, but yes. I, I had to pump the brakes, man. I'm like I'm spending too much money on toys. Like they're just sitting on my shelf. Like I'm having you know friends come over and they're looking like. Why the hell do you have so many toys? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, this shelf is like all the people I've worked with. What about this one? I'm like, no, I never walked, I never worked with Brock Lesnar, but like it looks cool, right?
2: I, I, that, that's that's where it gets slippery. And I can, I can tell you this from experience is when you start because at first it's like it starts small because it's just like, mm-hmm. you just, but it's all little justifications that lead to, like, bigger justifications. So, oh, like, yeah. first it starts off as, like, you know, I'm just going to like WCW figures. And, and it's you like, have well, to adjust the rules. Right, WCW and WWF. Well, maybe just this era. Well, maybe just this toy line. Will we... And then uh, before you know it, you're surrounded by action figures and your friends oh, yeah. think you're weird. Exactly. Just like you said. So, um now that said, is the coolest thing in your room an action figure? Because I would like to see some of your favorite figures, if you can show them, and or your favorite thing in your room. Give me... Ten seconds. Oh yes, go! And I'll for be it. right back. I will be here. All right. That's pretty close.
3: That's probably right around ten seconds for real. I have completed my scavenger hunt. Awesome. Let's see it. I've got two things. One thing's wrestling related. The other is not. Okay. The first is a custom Carmen Michael ring announcing action figure.
2: That's dope. I love that.
3: Who the made sit- you that? Uh, I was actually a fan that had made the original one. I've made some adjustments to it, but this is, sits on my shelf with all my people I've worked with.
2: I love that it's that's definitely awesome.
3: it's definitely not rusev on a triple h body <laughs> dude That that's very
2: cool so you, and you said a fan and a fan gave you that and then you just touched yeah. it up so the
3: weird thing about being i guess in this like public eyes like people bring me stuff like people just bring me sting stuff all the time That's awesome. action figures stickers keychains like i had a fan this bottle that i have right here I had a fan bring it to me on my birthday for a new south show it's just like just thoughtful like bands that i listen to all over it i'm like like you pay attention to like what i'm posting online this is cool dude. Hey, that's very cool and speaking of music my next thing obviously i've got the lincoln park tattoo uh <clears throat> favorite band of all time i got to meet chester a few times before he passed away and I remember I saw Lincoln Park in Tampa, Florida, I believe. And was talking to Chester and I finally was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I, I gave the whole spiel like, man, you're the reason I'm a musician. You're the reason I sing. I don't care what it takes. One day I'm going to sing with you. And he just looked at me and he looked back and went, I like that. Fast forward like a month and a half, two months later. He came to Birmingham with Stone Temple Pilots when he was singing with them. Uh, He looks over, let's see, six songs in, (laughs) notices me, like, does a double take and, like, storms across the stage, leans in with the microphone, and we both sing the chorus together. Oh, wow. And then after the show, he, like, jumps down. He's, like, giving high fives, hugging people, and he stops at me and immediately just, like, grabs me. And I'm like, I'm stunned for a second and I was like uh, you know the other day in Tampa and he just leaned back and smiled and said I know and he went and got me the set list wow and got me a guitar pick wow dude that's yeah smiled. you can't top that that's... so that's the coolest thing in my room it stays framed and on the wall doesn't matter what comes on and off also got assigned my chemical romance poster from my 13th birthday <laughs> nice that's different Very times cool. man I, the last day of being 12 years old was at a my chemical romance concert by myself <laughs> ended up winning meet and greet passes while i'm there and i just I had to borrow someone's cell phone because i didn't have one of my own called my dad's like oh hey by the way i'm hanging out with the band he's just like
0: okay like, wow <laughs>
3: different times
0: <laughs> wow
3: but i got a poster signed by them and like frank uh their guitarist like wrote me this big message like for my 13th birthday and all this. So I got some cool stuff. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome,
2: man. Yeah. I don't know if that can be topped. Um, is there anything else that you
1: want
3: the people to know about you before we wrap up? Oh man. I feel like I'm pretty much an open book. (laughs) Yeah. Well, let the people know where to find you, uh, social media. Do you have merch or anything out there? Uh, yes. I have a pro wrestling tea store currently. Uh, as far as social media on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Carmen M Childers for any promoters that are out there. My resume is the linked post in a, on Twitter. So it's the first thing you see when you open up my profile. So take a look at that. Consider bringing me in and a new South carload. That being said, follow new South on Twitter at new South underscore PW. Uh, I manage the YouTube channel. So also check that out. We got a lot of good content there and, uh, just stay tuned we got some big stuff coming up we got a gcw versus new south 2 on uh june 25th in florence alabama tickets are available now i know so far they've announced the new gcw champion blake christian versus locksmith brandon williams then also uh rena and sawyer versus kinsey page and kylie alexa so and we got some we got some more bangers to be announced soon but yes very much looking forward to all that and we will have links in the
2: description that y'all can see below uh to go support carmen uh carmen thank you again for joining me on the show today thank you man i appreciate it so much man we, we appreciate it as well here at fightful um thank you guys very much for watching and we'll be right back here on the spotlight Now i have to figure out how to end the recording with that